Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hmm. Brought to you by Grow Generation. Today's episode of the Cantina is... Whether on Dagobah or Tatooine you are, everything you need to grow right where you are, they have... Later in the episode, more on them you will hear. <laughs> Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a loma and remember, no droids allowed. I like that. Well, you know, I'm not going to lie. I get really, really, really frustrated at people all the time because uh, not... Not just uh, 17 years of my ser- service, but my dad's service as well. Like punct- punctuality, people that don't show up at least on on time drive me nuts. <laughs> Absolutely, it's one thing nuts. if you're late, like every so often. But yeah, those people that are like habitually oh, late. Oh God, day. God, I he's can't. trying to say I'm habitually late. I'm no. not fucking late normally. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, just me- messing with Listen, you, you're, you this we're, time. You're working on like a, a time zone thing, so we understand yeah. you. Yeah, just in, in, in general, I can't like. Ah, uh, I, I don't think everyone realizes the amount of planning that has to go go into this sometimes. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here yep. to talk, talk about Star Wars stuff because it's the Cantina, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to it. Uh, it is the Star Wars sh- show here on the Genreverse Podcast Network. I'm not sure who's feeding background noise, but I can kind of hear something. So, someone's got I dro- their... I've dropped something. Was it maybe though? No, 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 no. It's like a uh, white, white noise in the background. Anyways, I'm not sweating. Maybe it's an AC on. Anyways, yeah. uh, b- brought to you guys by uh, Grow Generation as uh, the voiceover at the beginning said. Please do hit thumbs up, thumbs down as we go through the the topics. If you like us, if you don't, we'll take take the hate hate clicks. Genreverse Podcast Network, where wherever you get your podcast from, YouTube channel by from LRM Online, of course, of course, LRMOnline.com. Check all that good stuff out. I am one of the uh, uh, hosts here at this flying bar we call call the Cantina. Kyle Malone joined as usually by Cam and Shockey. What's up, guys? Hey. Uh, good, good, good. Yeah, it's it's been been a uh, a while, but not not an unevent eventful while you know we we got to ch- chit chat a little a little bit la- last week about a few few things but god bless did something big happen over uh the weekend and our what was it the weekend or early this week with Mar- marshall yeah, early lucas there you go it was like monday i i think maybe and uh so guys let let, let's go ahead and just, everyone knows what we're we're talking about even the the audience uh George, George Lucas's ex-wife uh quoted for uh, a book uh uh for uh Howard uh cuz say his last name for me Howard Kazan Gian uh, I think I'm saying it better right. is better than what I would have done 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's as good as it gets. Out of the mix. Cousin Gian, I I think a producer's life, and uh, she doesn't really say anything that ha- hasn't been said by others countless times before. But I'll go go ahead and read it just in case people didn't hear it. Uh, this is M- Marsha Lu- Lucas, who again ex wife of of george lucas she was editor on uh episodes four and six i believe or was it all so so it was all she worked on all three she's only credited on new hope and she what she won an oscar for right um and she was credited on jedi but she did work on empire but apparently she was uncredited for it Mm -hmm. got it so she she has history beyond just being george's uh, spouse, which is the the point I wanted to bring up. So, she says, "I like," and this is in the book. Book I like Kathleen. Speaking of Kennedy, I always liked her. She was full of beans. She was really smart and really bright. Really wonderful woman. And I liked her husband Frank. I liked them a lo- lot. Now that she's running Lucasfilm and making um, movies, it seems to me that Kathy Kennedy and J.J. Abrams don't have a clue about Star Wars. Now, the t- timing of this is around the re- after the release of, of uh, The Last Jedi and, and before uh, Rise of Skywalker. She c- continues, they don't get it. And J.J. Abrams is writing these stories. When I saw that movie where they kill Han Solo, I was furious. I was furious when they killed Han Solo. Uh, Absolutely, positively, there was no rhyme or reason to it. I thought you don't get the Jedi Jedi story. You don't get the magic of Star Wars. You're getting rid of Han Solo. Let's just kind of break down that first quote. And, and we'll talk about some of the things she says about Luke and, and The Last Jedi specifically. But ju- just her coming out the, the gate swinging. And I know I usually go to Cam first, but Mike, I'm going to come, come to you, bud. What do you, what do you have to – what do you say, man? All right. So it's not anything we've heard, you know, really groundbreaking. You mm-hmm. know, it's her opinion on it and pretty much, you know, I think a majority – you know, agree with her, you know, when it comes to, you know, Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Emmerich. Where I think she gets it wrong, though, is the Han Solo part, right? Um, Harrison Ford wasn't going to do more than one movie. The, that was it. Like, it, well, it took a lot. Too. Right, but that was a special reason yeah, why he did it a sec- this, he, he made Because that was supposed to be, you know, the Leia, mm-hmm. you know, arc, and that was supposed to be Leia. And that, he could you know, yeah, and she you, could She could couldn't. You couldn't do it. So those... <laughs> The direction that the J.J. Abrams went, and that's fine. But yeah, Harrison Ford didn't, and he has been adamant about it for years upon years after Return of the Jedi. He didn't want anything to do with Star Wars afterwards. He didn't like the fans. He, he doesn't go to the celebrations. He doesn't go to the, you know, the, any of the conventions and anything to do with Star Wars. Not that he hates Star Wars. He just, I think he, you know, he just felt like I'm bigger than just Han Solo. You know, he does his Indiana Jones stuff, but if you notice, he's one of the very few actors that, you know, on, uh, you know, films like this, he doesn't hang on to it. He, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't, you know, try to, you know, milk it for, what you know, any extra cost or anything like that. Um, you know, it's just, that's who he is. And so for her to say that she didn't get why Han Solo died in the first one, that's straight up just basically, listen, we got Harrison Ford, you know, Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams. We got Harrison Ford for one movie, and that's it. How else are you going to explain him not showing up in the other two without him dying? 
what is he going to do? Just ride off in the Millennium Falcon and then that's it? You know, like, <laughs> all right, see ya, but we're going to keep Chewie and stuff? No, I mean, yeah. yeah and it's his son, Ben Solo. All right, guys, I'm going to head on out, you know. Do so, yeah, I mean, you got him. It, 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 I heard... I know from from hearing that the negotiations to get him back to like bring him back was, it was tough. <coughs> yeah, it really man. took a lot from Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, you know, to to really you know get him to come back into the swing of things because he just was done with it, which I understand one hundred percent. So he Bert, wanted to die in the OT. OT. Right. Yeah. He didn't want anything <laughs> to do after Return of the Jedi and stuff. So for her to say that, that to me just means that you just either weren't in the loop. Or you're just you're just one of those fans like oh we could have had Han Solo for you know another trilogy and forever you know, yeah <laughs> okay. no you can't I will say the this as we go over to Cam as as an additional thought to go with it um it, it's been debated whether or not you really needed Han Solo to continue th- through the O O T mm-hmm. uh, um. We know that Lu- Lucas had his feelings on the ca- character, which is why he ex- sur- survived. Survived, survived, right? And uh, uh, she can have the, the, those 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 thoughts as as well. But Cam, knowing that that and knowing what you know, uh, Ford felt and thought thought about the character. What do you, what do you take on her, or what's your your take on her wor- words and, and that that particular situation? I mean, again, I, I would just agree with what Mike says. At the end of the day, if they wanted to get Ford back, which they clearly did, um, mm-hmm. although <clears throat> you could argue whether they maybe wasted some opportunities having all three of them back, but yeah, um, but, to have buddy. them back, if the if the condition was, well, yeah, I'll come back if you kill my character off, then that, that's just the trade-off you have to make. And if you... Yep. If you're going to have to kill him off, you might as well make it as crucial and dramatic to the plot as you possibly can. So while I agree with um, her overall view of the sequel trilogy, I I can't really agree with that point. I just, uh, I don't see where she's coming from. I really don't. If we know the rough, uh, how this all worked, why why does she not know that, that that was part of why Ford agreed to come back in the first place, you know? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, let's go go ahead and uh, bring up uh, my my share screen again and and look at the second uh, big quote from from the book that's been uh, being discussed. I don't know why I brought the video panel up. Jesus, Kyle, can you even work today? No. Uh, so there you go. Uh, they have Luke disintegrated. This is uh, 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 Mar- Marsha Lucas again. again. Uh, they they have Luke disintegrate. Great. They killed Hans Solo. They killed Luke Skywalker, and they don't have Princess Leia any anymore because she she had passed. Uh, and they're spitting out movies every year, and they think it's important to appeal to a wo- woman's audience. So now their main character is this female who's supposed to have Jedi powers, but we don't know how she got Jedi powers. We did later, uh, or who she, she is. We find out later. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> the storylines are <laughs> terrible, just terrible, awful. You can quote me, JJ Abrams, Kathy Kennedy, talk to me. Now, something I no- noticed is <laughs> she uses Kathleen first mm-hmm. and then uses Kathy from there on out. It's kind of like how if I am going to talk about Joe Casada, 
as you know, former editor in chief of Marvel and and whatever position he's he's got now, I, I forget what it what it, it's some weird high, hybrid thing. And anyways, yeah. Um, but when I want to get at Joey Q, that's what I call call him. If I'm trying to be an ass, he's J- Joey Q. Q. If I'm Joey talking, Q. if I'm talking one one more day, it's J- Joey fucking Q. Uh, but no, and look, look, <laughs> Joe Casada definitely has d- done a lot for comics and, and Marvel. You can't take away uh, the the good that did come from uh, th- choices he he made. Artwork, you know, he's an amazing art artist, regardless right. of what you think of his stories. But that stuck out out to me. You know, you could quote me on it, J.J. Abrams, Kathy Kennedy. I have the this feeling that there there's a lot of bad blood about uh and george lucas himself and cam i'll come to you first with this one george lucas himself even uh had to take a a a step back and and critique his decision at times it seemed not necessarily outright say kathy but you could tell where he he complains about certain story points and decisions and then he kind of just fades away man man what do you what do you take out of the, this cam and do you think there's more to to well i mean kathy and lucas's and, and well in, ter- in terms of george lucas i mean i think he initially he figured when he sold it to disney this was kind of roughly how it went and then disney went no nah, this this isn't how it's going to go yeah. george and then he went oh that sucks <clears throat> And he just kind of faded away at that point because I think he realised, well, it's done now. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. I've made my bed. It's, you know, I decided I wasn't going to make any more Star Wars films. I'd, I've retired. That's it. So yeah. they can do what they want with it, you know. He, you know, he, did he not give most of his money to charity and stuff like mm-hmm. that anyway that he mm-hmm. got from the sale because he was already, you know, insanely well, rich. Well, I mean, <laughs> this was a billion-dollar yeah. year yeah. empire that he was entirely in charge of. So, and you know, it's not as if he didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah he still makes money to this day. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just that that's the way it was. But, I mean, as far as... I mean, not that we know much about George Lucas and his personal relationships mm-hmm. or anything like that. But and I'm not trying was, to say went, anything about uh, he, affairs or anything. He, so yeah. no, uh, he, he he went through quite a bad time when the divorce happened in the in the first place. So I don't I don't know how well he and his ex wife got on these days. I mean, maybe sometimes they, they you know these things mend themselves over yeah. time, and maybe maybe they talk now. I don't know. I think they do have one child one of the adopted children is is was for was both of them um that they had um but i think the rest after that were, were lucas on his own um and she she remarried i believe um so i mean i, I don't i don't know what's what's going on with that if we take our points again and we say right okay she's she's talking about you know that they wanted to have <clears throat> the female um, and you know, there's this Jedi and we don't know how she's got the force well I mean is that really that much different from the position that we found ourselves in in A New Hope where we look Skywalker no it's not I mean you may be dissatisfied with the answers to those questions which I was I believe you were as well to connect it to Palpatine we, did, we didn't like that um, however the even then, even if they'd went down 
the last Jedi route, if you like, the way it was going, is that she doesn't need to have any special connection. Anakin didn't necessarily have any special connection. What's Obi-Wan's special? Why does Obi-Wan yeah. get force powers? Do we need to know the entire so family history of every Jedi? We really don't, you know? I mean, that Star Wars Visions is out, and you just accept the fact that in... Star Wars, some people are going to get force powers, some are yep. not. Some will be more powerful than others. Maybe not on the Anakin look level because that was a little bit, you know, chosen one special and all that sort of stuff. And I guess Palpatine is a, as a Sith Lord and a master, a lot of power. But, you know, but even then, uh, to connect the blood relation back again and, and, and bring in Palpatine, I didn't like. But... That's not what she's criticising in that statement. She's criticising that um, that basically that they never gave a, a reason for Ray to be, be the new hero, but they, they could have easily done that in, in so many different ways yeah. that, that would have been better than, than what we did get. What I personally do agree with is the power creep was always an issue for me in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, it's not even that movie. Rise of the Skywalker. Such yeah. a stupid fucking name for a Star Wars I movie. Know, really. Anyway, um, but in that movie especially, you just get, and I feel like through the whole sequel trilogy, I just felt this power creep in the Jedi, and especially from Rey. Like, she just is able to do <laughs> everything that Luke learns to do Dragon much, Ball much Z. easier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she she almost goes through the development that Anakin does across twelve years of training in the Jedi Temple. Mm -hmm. Across what is the shortest? We have to always remember, and this was the way J.J. Abrams decided to do it. The sequel trilogy takes place over a much shorter period of time than the old trilogy. Mm -hmm. So Luke has years to get from where he is in A New Hope. To where he is in Return of the Jedi and a lot of shit he has to go through along the way. When he when he fights Vader in Empire, he gets his ass kicked. Vader is toying with him. It's it's a boy against a man. Yeah. Uh, a half trained boy. Um and that's all he never Luke quite lands, lands that hit. <laughs> Vader yeah. gets pissed with it. He's like, okay, mm -hmm. done play playing. Yeah. You never felt like that with Ray. He always just had that feeling that she would beat anybody that she was fighting, she would learn any skill that she had to do. And I thought that they were setting that up for something grander. You know, there was some grand reason behind it. But when it turned out she was just a Palpa team, you just start to think, yeah. is, is that really good? No, it's not a great story. But again, I have to go back to that comment. And that's not really, apart from a tiny little bit, what criticism Marcia Lucas has given here. Some of it seems to be pandering almost towards that crowd of, you shouldn't have picked a female hero. It almost yeah. feels like she doesn't say that. Um, it, it, it almost, we, you mean you and I agreed right to the start, sorry, Kel, that, um, okay. that, uh, that choosing a female hero this time was actually the right call. Yeah. We both thought, felt that was absolutely the right wow. call um, to do this time. So, you know, I, I just don't buy that at all. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, just to pass it over to, to, to Mike with that, the, the one thing I, I wonder about when I mean some bad blood with Kathy uh, is that Lucas seemed to have some trust in her and her going forward with his ideas at least as a ba basis so I'm wondering if that Kathy is is a you know uh, uh, 
align to that do you think they feel even she she does because she was there for star wars's birth do you yep. think there's some betray betrayal feelings you know yeah i mean you gotta think about it you know kathy or kathleen kennedy was there at the beginning of, of star wars she's you know so she's been throughout the timeline so some of the like i, I agree wholeheartedly with cam like some of this argument is is just baseless yeah. it's just more you're you're getting petty now and you're just you're you're picking on things Mm -hmm. Did you care about, you know, do you care if it's a female or male? Okay, whatever, you know, that's, it's, you have Kathleen Kennedy, who's a woman in charge of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. It's good, you know, odds are going to say that she's going to want a female lead, you know, it's it, it, some capacity, you know, maybe not a Jedi, but something else. So, I mean, it's understandable. I mean, you look at how many, you know, fans Leia had from the original trilogy, how many fans uh, Padme had from the, you know, the prequel. Solo. Yeah, I mean, Marjay. Marjade. Marjade was, you know, and in the 90s. Look at how popular Ahsoka is. Yeah, Ahsoka. So, so, to, to say that, yeah, to say, listen, and we can nitpick the storyline and so forth of how Ray got her powers and so forth. It's exactly going back to how, you know, the adults uh, at the time when the prequel trilogy came out, how they nitpicked over everything, you know, in the storybook. Okay, we could sit here and go over all that, but it's not. It, it is what it is. You have everyone has their favorite trilogy. Some it's the OT. Some it's the prequels. Some it's the sequel. And, and you're gonna see it's the younger kids that are, are more fans of the sequel trilogy. Young girls that are fans of Ray. There's young uh, minority kids who are a fan of Finn. You know, seeing you know a, a person of color. In, um, you know, in Star Wars, in a, in a real role, not just Lando Calrissian who just shows up here and there in Empire and Return of the Jedi. So I mean, okay, you didn't like the the sequel trilogy. It wasn't my favorite either. The one thing I will say that the the my critique on Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams was they should have put Rise of Skywalker like on delay. They should have said, "Let's yeah, uh, we see the backlash from Last Jedi instead of trying to rush it. Let's pause. You know, instead of trying to get it out for December, you know, push it back a following year. I would listen if they had settled and said." delayed for an entire year to two years but you're going to get a better storyline or, or we're going to make things connect a little bit better all right i, I can get that i mean look at but look what mandalorian is doing look at you know we we didn't get we had mandalorian end in what was it november or november or december yeah 20, december 2020 yeah because no, 2019, because that's that's when uh, the cantina first start, well, started, and we were doing season two uh, was for was 2020. Season two was 2020, and, and we're now in 2021. But we, yeah, yeah, and so we when when Disney Plus announced or when Disney announced that we're not getting Mandalorian for an entire year, you know, people were freaking out. Like, oh, we're getting Book of Boba Fett. We had to wait an entire year for this. Why is that? Because. JJ or not JJ, um, uh, Favreau and Filoni said we're gonna take our time. We're gonna yeah. you know we're gonna get through this. We're gonna do this story right, and that's my only thing. I think and I think Iger and Kathleen Kennedy learned their lesson from this the sequel trilogy. It, it, you know it, it's for Star Wars. It, it it's not the best, but it's in there, or I'll accept it and I still watch it. But we don't need it thrown down you know our you know in our face every single minute and stuff and i think sometimes we overreact when we say what do you mean we're not getting star wars we're not, what do you mean we're not getting it but then when we do get it 
it's pretty damn amazing. You know, I, I don't know what was it. Was it? I think it was 2019 when when I we, we did the story. That, you know, when I heard that we're not getting a movie until 20 what did I say 2023 or something like that, and we're pretty damn close to it. And everybody thought I was crazy. And you know, I said, listen, they're just they're they're holding off. They're just making sure they got everything you know done right. They learned their lesson. And so I'm happy with that because now what we will get, you know, hopefully will be better. Maybe you might not like it. Maybe it might be, you know, not your cup of tea, but. Hopefully it'll be structured better. Yeah, structured. There you go. That's a good way to put it. I, I, I like, I like that. And I, like, I, I have a lot, a lot, a lot of fears and uh, it's kind of funny to think what, (laughs) if they had said, hey, we're going to delay episode nine to May of 2020 imagine where we would be at <laughs> ridiculous right but but no it's a big it's black widow all over point. again it's a yeah it's a valid uh uh kind of almost glad that didn't happen i know yeah, I'm glad it didn't because happen I, I actually i that's the one thing i would say i think it was too late get it by out, then. Done, done um, i think yeah. where they needed to delay it was before they started it they rushed in too quick at the start after they yes. bought it get yeah. the, the next film out decide what we're going to do and they didn't have a plan uh, and even as much as you know i'm not a fan of abrams i would never have picked him for that project i never would have um but even he said he wasn't given a hell of a lot of time at all yeah. it was really rushed he didn't even really want film. it either yeah they, um, they kind of, uh, i, I don't know i just i just think that's where the mistakes were made but anyway Anyway, yeah, they were I, made, and we have to love them. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, the, the one thing I'll I'll say, you know, what what makes the whole sequel trilogy fall apart for me, uh, and and you guys are a hundred percent right. Episode uh, seven and leading in into eight, not the way it ended, but leading into to eight fall, follows just like uh, four and and five. Uh, where we don't know a whole lot and then the you know ch- chapter five is supposed to be where you learn the background which I still insist while I don't like all of the ch- choices of the, of the of the last Jedi if they had leaned into that we would have gotten a better movie than the rise of Skywalker ended up being mm-hmm. if her background yeah, was but... nothing nobody your yeah. Just powerful, and if they had explained a couple of things, including her ability to mimic force abilities by mm-hmm. by having a force co- connection with them, yeah, but- like she did with Ben, if they had explained th- that and leaned into the fact that she's no one, I I would have bought it a lot easier. easily. Easily, I would have bought it. The thing is, Kellen, make um, they could have done that if they cut out some of the stuff that they really didn't need oh, to I spend know. time on in the last year. Can't they spend too too much time in areas that we don't need them to. And, you know, the most interesting part of that film was whenever Ray and Kylo Ren like, linked up together. Yeah. That was always, that was like, wow, this is new, <clears throat> this is cool, you know? And but it just almost didn't go anywhere in the end, and that, that, was, that was the issue with it. But again, under a given more time under a different hand you know maybe they could have made a good sequel trilogy but you know hey (laughs) nope yeah i guess you know to get get over to another another point uh that i think uh uh miss lucas had an opportunity to touch on and i almost feel because of the 
the, the way she brings up a woman's uh, audience, specifically the, that that phrase, and then later on bring, mm-hmm. brings up Ray as a female, mm-hmm. goes to something we we've d- discussed on this, this show other times on on the, the website, and and that is the idea of how big is the the female audience, and right. is the is the sacrifice of catering to it instead of just broadening Star Wars. Because there, there is a difference. You can broaden something without catering. catering correct. So uh, w- was that worth the, the, the sacrifice? And I think Miss Lucas may have – and you never know how these interviews are when they say, hey, you got five minutes and b- books are like movies. They're right. cut together and, and edited weird. So I did kind of feel like because she mentions a, a woman's o- a audience, it's important to appeal t- to a woman's audience. And then la- later on talking about Ray, I do think that there's a, a valid dis- discussion there. And it goes to that whole I- idea of nature ver- versus nurture. Jammer you used to talk a- about, oh, well, g- girls and gate- gatekeeping. And I'm like, yeah, but but does g- gatekeeping really happen a lot n- now? And then he's like, well, after, you know, so long of it you just won't won't have it'll take a long time to get the the interest back in and i'm like yeah but it's kind of been like 25 30 years of of less get gatekeep what do you guys think is there still a a point to discuss should should star wars give up this idea of let's just quote you know colloquially call it the idea of the force is female and just go back to the may the force be with you uh, Mike, I'm, so <laughs> has it been? Has it financially been? Here's, been what, here's what I'll say. <laughs> financially, yes, without a doubt. Financially, yeah. really, toy, toy sales went where? Book sales went where? For all the female-led pro- outside yeah, of the but the movie still made more money than the prequel. outside movies, of the movies alone, right? Which all it, it, had but what you got to understand audiences. Is, who, who who tends to buy toys? Boys do, right? But then we don't look at the sales of like costumes and things that are like designed for girls. That actually was a significant increase. So yeah, you it was a trade off. You you lost a little bit in toy sales, but you but gained merchandising in, overall was that down. Right, but merchandising in itself, like <laughs> that's it, Star Wars's existence, it, it, Mike. Yeah, yes and no. Like right, so now. Was a lot of that not nostalgia for the old yeah, like, trilogy? You know, you so they brought something new, you had still, to have it. But the sold. more they expand it, the, sometimes you think, okay, I don't need to have everything anymore. You know, right? And we so gotta look at uh, look at the uh, pre- prequels, man. Man, even though those sucked, people bought toys but, out the ass. But but toys in general are now. down. But you gotta understand, toys in general are down, and, and yeah, that's not is because true. technology's uh, taken over. Kids don't want handheld toys anymore. They want iPads. They want video games. They they want you know their cell phones, right? They want apps. They, they it's everything is tech based, you know. And so it, that's where we kind of we get this misconception. Oh, merchandise has gone down. Yeah, but really, you so a good a good example of this. Uh, Ashley Eckstein, who is the voice of Ahsoka Tano, she mm-hmm. has a uh, clothing store that she started. Probably like now, eight years ago, nine years ago, or maybe more. No, no, it's 11, 12 years ago because they just celebrated a 10-year anniversary at the last uh, San Diego Comic-Con we were at. So 12 years ago, um, she calls it Her Universe, and it's a clothing line specifically for women that celebrates, you know, originally with Star Wars, and it has expanded out into like Harry Potter and other Disney products as well. And she, you know, every so often will 
release like like men's clothing and stuff but the her universe line sells out crazy you know on at disney parks whenever they do an exclusive sells out like crazy when she does a, an ahsoka tano uh <laughs> you know limited release you know dress or whatever or ray skywalker boom so right you're right toys are down in in the the sale of toys for star wars are down and it's more collectible items you look like sideshow is booming business right now because we were the ones that bought toys. Now we're older. We have a lot. But, we have. A, but what toys do they make? Make what collectibles are they making for them to sell EU stuff? So just saying. <laughs> yeah. They, oh, they do. They, yeah, they make EU stuff, and they make you know they make a you know wide variety and stuff. But you know we have adult money now, so we can buy those yeah. fancy toys we've been wanting. So I mean, look at you know. Yeah, but ST stuff is the one that's not selling. Kyle's right on that. You know, um, because it's a different like, market now. It's a different yeah. like and you, I'll. Go you ahead. know, like, Sorry. right. So, but like, the prequel, at, but, but Mike's right as well because the prequels are selling. Yeah. You know, so, like, so here, I'm going to, well, let me do it with a camera here so you guys can see. So, let's okay. see here. Uh, let's see. Yep. All Episode those one. toys up there. All those. Yep. All these comic books, you know, like, and I have them all around my, my office here and stuff. And I'm the one who bought them, but. Mm -hmm. Toys, there's no more Toys R Us. There's no more like you know KB Toys. All those toys to buy those things out. You have to go to a, a comic book shop to get them. Hell, even comic book sales are down. I mean, you think about it. And in my experience as well, something I experienced with my son because he did like toys. I mean, some kids will still like toys. He yeah. plays video games, but he really loved figures. So when he went through his Star Wars, you know, fix, he wanted the best looking figures he could get and most of the stuff they sell in shops these days is actually really cheap quality yeah, cheap, designed right. for kids to basically chew on and throw in the bin three months later you know it doesn't move very well and, and he wasn't interested in that stuff so i spent birthdays and christmases scouring the internet trying to find the actual decent stuff that they, they, they wanted and trying yeah. to buy it on ebay and all, all, all this sort of nonsense and it was really really difficult you know you couldn't just walk into your local supermarket and pick them up after a time when he was younger yeah. you could but it, it just you saw it just evaporate as as the years went on right. in my experience yeah but go, going back to your original question right so sure. Was it worth it? Yes, it was worth it because you broadened the merchandising. It, it went, you know, granted your merchandising is no longer just toys. It's, you know, it's other things. Oh, it's not um, just, just toys, but yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. I, I, I get you on that. But you, you, you're now selling a lot more different products there. Um, it, it, you know, if you went to any of the conventions prior to the sequel trilogy, there are plenty of females there. There are plenty yeah. of uh, women little girls, Leia fans, you know, Ahsoka, even, like you uh, Ahsoka, you know, near yeah. right before the sequel trilogy. Um, you know, you go still to uh, Harrison Dula fans. There's, you know, um, uh, you, plenty of them, right? Yeah. What Ray did was just basically say, okay, we didn't really have a dominant leading Jedi. Here you go. We have everything else female wise, but we just didn't have one that was a Jedi that, you know, played a movie. Uh, in the movie right uh, yeah. here you go you know ahsoka was it was kind of was on that route but she was always the powder one she didn't really it was always an with anakin yeah and so mm -hmm. right and so yeah. now what ray gives you is <laughs> all right here's that female lead um finn gives you here's that you know person of color you know um you know oscar isaacson playing uh isaac uh, isaac so sorry oscar isaac's uh playing poe you know another <laughs> it, right there so it's it's just you know, is it was it force fed? 
maybe for some people, you know. To me, it didn't really, it didn't really matter. Like, yeah, I just, I, I know there was a huge, huge, and I'll pass it to Cam, and then we'll, we'll take a quick ad, ad break, break, and talk about something else. But, uh, I, I know that going into episode seven, merch th- through the roof. I know even Brian Brantley does uh, anime ver- versal with a. Uh, with us mm-hmm. uh he uh he went into phasma hard even before the movie he went full jar 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 right. <laughs> like before the <laughs> movie and then le- legitimately by the by the time we start getting uh merch re- reports uh in in the summer of of 16 17 whenever uh solo came out uh 18 when we start getting reports there and we start seeing that everyone just dumped star wars merch except for specific like you po- pointed out e- uh 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 o- ot certain pt items high high end for uh us and and those those uh uh millennial and and gen xers specifically um it's it's really interesting t- to me that that never Re- recovered that we were our gen- generations that supported it through the the nineties uh, green box you know uh, in the mm-hmm. big buff characters supported it through the PT and then supported it into to episode seven we all said nope not all, all I know there's people out there that that still still got it but the a huge chunk said no and that's why I'm I I pointed out. Could they have broadened cam versus catered and not lost anything or lost less and gained more? more? I, I think we're looking at the wrong thing. I don't think it was anything to do with how they um, had a female lead. I, I think it was simply that the, the stories that they were telling weren't were engaging people in the same way. Um, I think if the stories had been solid, having a female lead would have made absolutely no difference and, I, and in my it opinion have. it was the right call to make because me all I can say is me as a Star Wars fan have no issue at all with a Jedi character who's female being more powerful than other people because there is no gender power in the force you know it doesn't matter you know physical strengths kind of irrelevant when it comes to force users or else what's Palpatine so powerful for because you can put <laughs> push him over with a stick he's tiny and he's frail and he's old you know um and look at yoda you know so how how, how can yoda be that powerful and he's this tiny little green alien but we can't have a, a female be that powerful it, it doesn't make any sense to me and, and and as a kid what i wanted to see next was was leia getting taught and Leia become powerful yeah. and Leia become yep. a Jedi and yep. that was a and I was a guy who liked action heroes and you know was probably one of those kids that didn't buy the female characters sometimes because you know I didn't have as much fun playing with them you know which is just a <laughs> boy thing it's just, it's just a boy thing it is you it's know? completely and, but what I would say is that there is still going to be those people who are only going to like dude stuff and there's still those girls who are only going to like girl stuff you know so so yeah. having a female protagonist did absolutely nothing to make my wife interested in star wars she will never be interested in star wars and being married to me that must annoy her greatly but i mean i can get her into other things i like some sometimes but star wars nah she just taps out on that she just can't do it um 
At but the my, same I'll time, tell you this: my daughters, they like Star Wars because of Ahsoka and Ray. Like that's yeah. I mean, you that's know, so like that, 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 yeah. maybe what for for some young. And my yeah. sister, my sisters always loved Star Wars just as much as me. And that was just growing up with the old trilogy, so it didn't matter yeah. to her that, that you know that there was no female Jedi at that point. It's not as if she always wanted to be Princess Leia. You know, mm -hmm. she just she just loved the films for what they were. Yeah. Right. Um, so there was people on all sides, but at the same time, there was also you've got those butch guys who you know, don't, aren't really into anything, you know, they're not really geeks like us, and they just watch whatever's supposed to be good at that time. Right. I've got a lot of people I grew up with that are like that, and they're not geeky like me. Those guys will go and watch the Marvel movies at the moment, because it's the buzz about it, they like them, they go, they have a good time, they come back, great. They used to be like that with Star Wars, but they're not like that anymore. They don't go and watch Star Wars films anymore. But a lot of that, to me, is the reaction to the prequel trilogy. Um, mm -hmm. Still, for people that age, is, nah, after those last ones, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. They've done it to death. Yeah. And they're not... So they don't even give the sequel trilogy a chance, never mind that it's a... It's nothing to do with it. It's a female. It's just Mark you had happy. your chance. We make you blew it, and, and now I'm not going back again. I'll go and watch Fast and Furious Nine instead because it's got fast cars and it goes pew 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 pew. Yeah, which is genuinely what some people like. Man, that that that's fine. And I, I let me add an additional layer of clarification. When I when I'm saying catering, I'm not just talking about having a female character. That's not catering. I, I hope no, no one out there takes me as saying that catering means exactly what cam's pointing out story elem elements because there is a a modern need for female uh leads to fit a certain style of char character and you see it in captain marvel they made fun of it in what if uh, this week it was ki kind of funny you see it in in ca ca characters across all all sorts of mediums from uh Co printed comic comics to games there's certain ways to to do things and then mar marketing which is key mar marketing is ev everything and we've t talked often about how uh the the way you cut a tra trailer to the slogans to the design of bo box art e even all of that m marketing comes into play, and that's why I, I brought up the phrase the the forces f female, which was a big marketing thing in which a lot of people yeah. felt that they were excluded in in that, and that's mm -hmm. what I I specifically mean by broadening versus catering. In this case, it was kind of like, hey, we've got the guys on lock. We don't care. We're gonna focus on all of the me messaging to this one group. So. Uh, yeah, that's that's my my take on it. I think catering the way that they did didn't necessarily get them as much as if they had just broadened. I think a alienating at at any co or alienating any time in business is not a smart move. I don't I don't know. You guys got any other t takes on that? Oh, we could do this for hours. <laughs> but yeah, we'll just yeah, leave I it mean, at that. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Well, we'll take a word from our sponsors over at Gr Grow Generation, and then, yeah, we'll t talk a little bit about Disney Plus Day, guys. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service, and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the show, Grow, grow Generation, where the, where the pros go to grow. Disney Plus Day. Day. 
it's c- coming, guys, November, and someone named Ooh. named Shocky actually kind of called this a while a whoa, while whoa, ago. Give me credit for this because it doesn't no, come through. No, 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 no. <laughs> Does, not not call, called no. it as in like him himself, but just guess and take yeah. yeah, stuff yeah, like we'll that. We'll say that. yeah, we'll say that. I guess. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's what calling something is. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I just don't want it to come back. You, know, you said this. No, 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 <laughs> no. I know, yeah. not in terms of sources. Yeah. Yeah. Just no. like you yeah, know, yeah. like but when you we just guess stuff and we get yeah, it. Right. I called, yeah, I called over that. Yeah. <sighs> Listen, that oh, that whole Mando trailer thing is, is no, no, no. no, no that's what you just were. Hey, we're giving you PTSD from that one. No, you called us. It's okay. You know, safe space. You pointed out. You pointed out yeah. and you hit it and it could have went that that way but it did it went the way yeah. you 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 guess yes yeah, yeah. anyways shaki uh kind of said that he could see uh november being a m- month first to get some reveals whether it was trailers or in information fo- photos and one of the things that you really thought we would would see made a lot a lot of sense was book of Boba Fett, and then you kind of went on to like what you you expect for c- celebration. And again, we'll we'll see if you get that call right as well. Yeah. But t- tell us about Disney Plus Plus Day, man. Yeah, so Disney Plus Day is basically just uh, something new. Um, they're kind of branching out, and now Disney Plus has a, a strong lineup of you know different shows and different movies coming up. Now they're basically establishing it as its own day instead of being a part of the Investor Day and. They're kind of, you know, showing off what's coming up, trying to get more subscribers from, you know, this is the whole shebang now for Bob Chapik and, you know, Disney is how can we get more people to subscribe to Disney Plus and have your own day, announce what's coming up and the different lineups. Um, you know, there's some uh, things like uh, was a Jungle Cruise coming out, you know, pretty shortly. Uh, Shang-Chi, that was the big surprise, yeah. I think, for most people is because it, it, it's past the 45-day mm-hmm. window or it goes further past the 45-day window than was originally thought. So it's I guess it's showing that... But then the 45-day window is for paid yeah, content. For paid. So, so that'll be in PVOD and in and, and that time scale. But this is them just saying it'll be free to all subscribers. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you'll still be able to rent it before then if you want, I guess. Right, right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But that was kind of a big shocker. So... So something's going on behind the scenes, you know, Disney with, you know, with the release of Shang-Chi and then, you know, the the release of it um, for video on demand. And and so that was the thing. But then, of course, we're getting some. It hasn't been exactly told what it is, uh, but it's a sneak peek or, you know, behind the scenes look something for Book of Boba Fett, which will be in December. Still has not been announced what day that will be. They're keeping that under wraps. Some are speculating mm. right at the beginning of December. Some are saying Christmas. Uh, I could see either yeah. or. You know, um, I, I could think see it all depends little. on. Yeah, <laughs> I think it all depends on. You know, how fast Kenobi can get through editing. How fast Andor can get through editing. Um, you know, Mandalorian season three now. There's some rumblings. You know, I've heard around that. It's gonna, it might take a little bit longer to get done because there's a possible strike going on over. Yeah, I've heard about this as well. Yeah. So if that happens, yeah, right in the middle of production of Mando season three, that's not gonna be good. Um, and so I, I do. Especially as it's based around the sort of California area, isn't it? The strikes. Mm, yeah. So that's gonna affect anything that they try to film in the volume, which guess where that is? LA. Yeah, yeah. And um, I do know. Uh, from you know just recently that is it's not delayed 
um, or, or however you want to call it. So Ahsoka, they were, um, Lucasfilm was hoping to, the earliest they could start shooting was like, you know, early 2022. So, you know, like March-ish and stuff, but that's starting to get pushed back now that the, they've already had meetings saying that that looks like that's not going to be a feasible target date to start uh, filming for Ahsoka. So um, uh, they're, they're kind of preparing to shoot later in the spring um, maybe summertime, you know, for Ahsoka, depending on if the strike happens, how it will affect you know, production. So, but anyways, going back to Disney Plus Day, yeah, I mean, I think we're getting the trailer then, um, and then the following week is a D23 celebration in Orlando um, at Walt Disney World, and it's a, it's more of a, it's not a studio event. This is a. Um, you know, D23 is like a, a the fan club for Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. um, and they're hosting an event. Uh, it's, for, it's the first time in a while in Walt Disney World. Usually, they do D23 events over in in LA, but there is a hidden uh, top secret like screening of some sorts for the Disney Plus view. Or, you know, so you can go to the theater that's located at Disney Springs, and you select a certain time, and you can go and you can watch it. And some people are thinking that you're going to get the first, you're going to be able to screen the first episode yeah. of Bo- Book of Boba Fett there. Um, That's cool. Yeah, the D23 event usually they they go big for them. like the D23 celebration in in Anaheim. They always have like big you know big releases and you know previews and stuff to go through. So yeah, I can't wait to see it. I'm I'm down. Uh, it it is kind of frustrating. Uh, to, to think about how long we we wait for t- trailers and stuff the I- the idea of a show c- that comes out uh this December and not getting a trailer till you know five six weeks before it might even hit is kind of crazy in but in this is what Marvel media. are doing as well this seems mm-hmm. to be Disney plus's strategy um, because they want to focus on what <clears throat> is next up. So there's always something, you know, that they're they're focusing yeah. on, and it's close to coming when they when they when they promote it. Yeah, like I'm saying, it's just weird because it's it's different. It's, weird, it's not yeah. the way way things have gone in in the past. Look, you know, every every uh, uh, sequel trilogy trailer, people kept forgetting like how long they they did make us wait, mm-hmm. and the waits for eight and, and nine were almost the exact exact same and uh uh it's just still so new because you still have a lot of properties that release trailers you know five six month, months out and it's go- going away and and it it's because of well, the way we consume me- media we're we do, so well, we can see it a lot more like with the internet now we can watch and break down a trailer and get every single detail out of it we need to put it out six six months yeah. for people to to absorb anymore well and, well, and they'll forget I, also about it. there's another aspect you're not thinking about i think it's because they're churning out so much at such that a too. high budget at the moment that these things aren't finished as early on. They're not, Mm-mm. you know, finished. They do no finishing touches. Look at how late they've been working on some of these shows right up till release. So maybe it's actually more difficult to put a trailer that will look good together at such an early stage as what they were used to. So yeah. they're experimenting with this strategy to see if and it the works. Old, and the old PR model too with trailers was that you would put out that teaser trailer six months out, then you put another trailer out, you know, about two to three months after that, and then one final trailer. 
and you almost got the whole movie. You got the the basic big plot points because, of course, those they're companies that make the trailers, right? There, it's mm-hmm. not you know, for for the movies, there's companies that actually do that. And so, a big complaint sometimes is, oh, you showed all the best parts, you showed all the best jokes. Yeah. I think what Star I prefer Wars when done, a director does their own trailers, like James Bond right, cuts yeah. his own trailers. So like, um, yeah, when Filoni does Mando, he only gives you the first four episodes, and he gives you small clips, and it's like, okay, and so then the last, you know, four episodes, you have no idea what's coming. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's one of those things. So, can, how much of a trailer can you do if you're only showing the first half of a movie or first half of a show? You know, you just need one. You just need that kind of, hey, here's what you're going to see in the beginning, but you're not going to know what's coming at the end. Yeah. That's the way trailers should be. I mean, yes, so, I Sony are the worst. Sony are always the worst at everything, but they, so many movies that they put out, I just feel like, oh, I don't need to watch this anymore because by the time the movie's out in theaters, I already know everything. And by the time it's been in movies a week, it's like, well, if you didn't see it, we're going to spoil it even more. And the TV spots now, it's like, let's get them back to see it again, almost yeah. before people have even had a chance to see it the first time. And well, that's I just don't so appreciate front- that. Things are so front-loaded, though, though Cam. Like, you, you, and I know it's really d- different for, for you, but you might not see it o- over here, but the 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 way media is consumed and that, that idea of, of instant grat- gratification, like, it's all changing dude and and the way you, you and i are is it's just not the way way even people in our own own ages like even like i said the oldest millennials the younger gen xers like uh, us us three we are are different so it, it's it's weird like i can't say it's bad but it's 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 weird anyways uh i what do you what do you think might besides what they they said and and what we're we're, we're expecting from uh 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 book of boba fett cam do you think there might be some surprise we we might get maybe no, i think i think feige or or not no. feige taika's movie or some shit i don't no, know i i genuinely don't i think they'll just focus. No, it would be for disney, disney plus day yeah Doug, they'll just they'll just oh. focus on boba fett because i think it's too early for Obi-Wan or Andor, yeah. Um, I think we'll just focus on Boba Fett. And and we, all they've said so far is it will be a look back at the legacy and history of Boba Fett. So they've not said anything about looking at the upcoming show. However, you'd have to be an idiot to think that far out from when it's going to hit that they're yeah. not going to finish off their legacy of Boba Fett right. thing by saying, oh, and by the way, here's what comes next yeah. in Boba Fett's or life. Like, Let's go. Yeah, this is what it's setting, it's setting out for. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I um, mean, if they don't do it, it would be almost ludicrous. Let's put it that way. Right. Um, but, but yeah, that's all I, th- I think we're going to get. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, with, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> with, with with that, guys, we'll go ahead. Go go ahead and call it. Thank you guys so much for watching t- today or li- listening, however you're consuming us. Just make sure you consume more. Leave some comments. Jo- join us in the comments. We would love to hear hear from you guys on, on today, today's topics and, and, and how we can do uh, better with this, sh- with this show and the, and the site. Uh, speaking of the site, it's it's lrmonline.com. Go there every day for, for all your entertainment news needs and, and, and opinions. Uh, we have a lot of celebrity interviews that go, go up on our YouTube channel and are, are also on, on the website. Uh, Spanish language exclusives, A-list talent guys we've had marvel we've had fast and furious we've had 
look, it's it's all all there. And of course, we have great video uh, podcasts like the Daily Cup of Genre, uh, the Anime Versals uh, reviews, and and Midnight Run uh, Cantina, and all those are of course podcasts. So they're available in audio on the Genre Genreverse Podcast Network. Check it all out. Like, share, subscribe. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, Cam, got anything you want to say? Couldn't say it better than you. Thank you. I know. That's why I say it. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I agree with Cam. You got it. All right, guys. The social media information down below. Follow us. Have a good, good week. We'll talk to you. Oh, Star Wars Vision Anime Versal sun- oh, Sunday. Right. Yeah. yeah, crossover oh, yeah. visions. Cam will have something to say, but I'm saying may the force be with you. Bye. <laughs>